Hello, good afternoon, welcome to the Water Pack Check Show. I am your host, Celia Penaflor, your ever dependable host. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so today, no, I, as I promised a while ago, um, I'm sorry for being a little bit late. I think I'm like, what, uh, three minutes late, I think. Okay, so um, this afternoon, uh, this morning, I wanted to talk about Fight Club. Okay, it's one of my favorite books and um, one of my favorite um, films as well. Uh, but then uh, one of my friends, Sheila, uh, she suggested to um, uh, she she suggested for me to talk about the pandemic bill. Hi, Shay. Okay, here we are now. <laughs> Hi, Cads. Oh, first, pala, I would like to thank Kadma. Okay, so Kadma is my friend and Isa Kada based in Baguio. Okay, so one of my um, close friends here. Okay, so she act- she was the one who sent me okay, the link about this uh, Miriam Defensor uh, pandemic preparedness bill. That's how I got to know about it. So thanks, Kads. Hi, Queen. Thank you so much. Hi, Nangjen. I-, I saw that you liked yeah, you press the liked button. Okay, so first, no? Hindi mo ko ba? Kinakabahan pa rin ako. <laughs> Kinakabahan pa rin ako tuwing nag, uh, nag, nagla-live ako. Okay, so um, I will just give you um, uh, a brief summary of the pandemic bill. I would like to discuss about that and what I think about it. Okay? Yes, she. thank you so much. Yes, for suggesting the topic also. Okay? Uh, okay, let me just first talk about Miriam. Okay, this is really interesting because I tried to Google a little bit about about her again because I want to refresh my memory of Miriam. Okay, so um, Miriam, okay, let me just try to ano, no, to explain a little bit. Um, I'm related to Miriam uh, basically by marriage. Okay, hindi kami magkadugo. Okay, hindi kami magkadugo ni Miriam but we are re- um, related by marriage. Yung first cousin ng lolo ko, uh, si Santos Magbanwa is married to uh, no, ang first cousin ng lolo ko is married I think to one of the uncles of Miriam Defensor and one uh, and and wait a moment dali lang yung first cousin ng lolo ko si Lola Purit ata okay, is married to a defensor a defensor is the that, that defensor is the uncle of Miriam the brother of of course her mother so that's how we are related Okay. Um, what else? And yung si Miriam actually classmate ng mom ko. She was my mom's classmate in high school. They they both went to um Iloilo National High School. So they belong to the same section. Sabi ng mom ko nga eh, um, Miriam was already a, a a brilliant girl, you know, um uh, as uh, early as her elementary school days until high school. Mas kwento ko mamaya. Sige, mag-share ako about Miriam later. But anyway, so si Miriam, okay, it's really very interesting how she was able to come up with this bill. No? Um, it, it looked like Miriam is like a, a what do you call this? Um, it looked like she was a visionary or, or, or a prophetess in the thing because she was able to envision that something like this as huge as a pandemic could happen and the Philippines, you know, cannot just get away from it, you know. I mean, tayo, diba, iniisip natin na parang we never expected this would happen in our lifetime. But Miriam, in 2013, seven years ago, already projected that. Okay, so para siyang prophet, diba? So, true to her name, let me just try to share something though, about Miriam. Miriam, I think I don't know if it was her mom or her father who gave her the name, but the name Miriam actually is really very apt for her. Because Miriam in the Hebrew Bible, sabi ng research ko kanina, is the daughter of, I don't know how you say this name, Amram and 
Jochebed. I don't know how you say this. But anyway, Miriam in the Bible, okay, is the sister of Moses and Aaron. So Miriam was a prophetess and it, she first appeared in the book of Exodus, sabi daw dito. So, um, ano na siya, kumbaga, uh, what do you call this? And other than being uh, being considered a, a prophet, you know, um, Miriam is also uh, uh, popular among Jewish feminists. And we all know how Miriam was when she was still alive. Okay. Kag- Hello? Kagalang-galang. <laughs> Kagalang-galang, di mo lang alam yung nasa baba niyan. Pagtayo ko niyan. <laughs> Okay, kunwari lang to, kunwari. Okay. So anyway, what else do we have here? So that's the story. So I, I don't know what you call it. It's very interesting how we are named sometimes. Sometimes we get to uh in, the, in in as we grow older, we get to to what you call this embody the name that was given to us. And for Miriam, you know, she's she's a she was a visionary. She was like a, a prophetess. You know, and and Miriam is a character in 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 the Bible, also a prophetess. So nagcoincide Okay, so enough of the name of Miriam. Okay, let me just try to talk more about the pandemic preparedness bill. Okay, so what is what is this uh, bill about? Okay, first the history. So this bill was filed by Miriam on September 5, 2013. So that was like seven years ago. Okay, and it's called the Senate Bill 1573. Okay, to be exact, it's called Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness Act. Okay, so the, the the bill aims to help prepare our country against a pandemic or a deadly virus. Okay, so sabi nga ni Miriam eh, well, this is, um, we all know this, this um, saying, you know, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. But let me just read something here from the bill, okay? I already gave you a background. Okay, so sabi dito, like, I'll just read it out uh, in case you were not able to read, you know, the article. So this bill, bill, according to Miriam, is built upon such wisdom by seeking to strengthen national response and preparedness for public health emergencies, such as those which result from natural disasters and severe weather, recent outbreaks and pandemics, here, bioterrorism, mass casualties, chemical emergencies, and radiation emergencies. You see, so makita mo dito eh, she was already way ahead of her time, diba? Um, well, this bill was actually brought about by the MERSCOV during that time. Okay, so there was already this MERS-CoV. It's a variant of the coronavirus. Okay, <clears throat> coronavirus din siya, but it's, um, they call it, it's a variant. And it's called the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, something like that. And di ba yung coronavirus, ngayon is they call it COVID-19. Okay, to be specific. So after, ito yung history niya eh. Um, add the, well, Miriam filed, filed the bill, this particular bill, just three months after health experts all over the world conducted an emergency international meeting to fight nga, to fight MERS-CoV. So that's how proactive she was. Okay, imagine that. Um, I think at the time, we never thought that, you know, um, it would become a, it would become full blown in the future but miriam at the time already envisioned that you know um this could uh, lead to what i call this um a more serious virus in the future and this one nga is covid-19 hindi naman tayo natan hindi tayo natamaan ng mersov diba i i don't think um, it even uh uh, it was a problem here in the Philippines. I don't think so. So it wasn't. But Miriam thought about it. Okay. Wait lang. Nakita <laughs> Sorry. And the yung camera. Just a moment, please. 
Okay. So anyway, okay. So what else do we have here? So let me just try to uh, bring uh, what I call this to bring up some points in the bill. Okay, that we that we could find useful maybe uh, in our current situation. So in this under the bill, the Department of Health is mandated to undergo evaluation, planning, organizing, and training for preparedness if and when a public emergency happens. So ibig sabihin yung bill na to kung pinasa ito nung 2013 or maybe before to 2020, I think it would really help a lot. At least at least we could say that we are prepared somehow. Okay, this ma- I think we are we may be unprepared with this magnitude of this virus, but at least if we had this before, if we had this past before, I think it would help. Kasi kahit papano, uh, you know, we we prepared our Department of Health and all uh, healthcare professionals. So anyway, according to this bill, okay, um, health, okay, ito pa sabi niya, health, the, the health secretary should spearhead the creation of a national health strategy. Okay, so kung nagawa natin ito noon, maybe we would be able to come up with a strategy. Maybe we would, uh, we were already able to to come up with, like for example, um, lockdowns. You know, lockdown rules, quarantine rules, because we would imagine the scenario, eh, ba? Diba? So, dapat meron talagang um, national health strategy that would address uh, uh, problems like an outbreak. Okay, so in th- this strategy, okay, let me just try to to give you okay um a gist of what this strategy is all about. Okay, so number one, this strategy spearhead uh, as spearheaded by the department by the Department of Health Secretary. Number one, it would optim um cre- to cre- okay it would create or optimize a coordinated and flexible approach to the medical. What's this? medical uh, surge capacity okay, of hospitals and other healthcare facilities. So, ibig sabihin, na-envision na ni Miriam noon pa, naisip na na pang, in, in any case, a pandemic would occur, of course, there will be a medical surge. We would think about our capacity, the capacity of the hospitals, or even the number of, uh, what do you call this, um, the number of of healthcare professionals. Do we have enough of them? So, inisip niya na yan before that. Okay? So, um, number two point included in this strategy, it's the creation. Eto, this is what I like. Okay, I, I, I even posted this like, as a separate post in my timeline. In, uh, included in this um, strategy uh, is a creation of Medical Reserve Corps of volunteer health professionals, doctors, nurses, assistants, mm, hospital uh, orderlies, etc. So it's just like a military reserve. They will be called into, du- into duty if necessary. So yun ang pinos ko kanina eh. Kasi ganito ang nangyari. May nakikita ako mga post about volunteering. I really feel bad, you know that um uno when I feel bad because um the benefits that they would receive is really very minimal. Sabi nga nung iba eh, na parang um I spent like what? 100,000 pesos for uh, every semester when I went to medical school and this is what am I going to receive sabi ko nga eh, nakakalungkot isipin you know it, it, re- it really hurts because the problem is <laughs> we cannot give you that much because the government doesn't you know the government basically did not um, or does not want to invest in our healthcare diba na, 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 na post ko ata yun noon before eh, how the budget budget was supposed to be slashed okay but then um, it was uh, there were some 
some senators who, who really fought for that. So nadagdagan yung budget for for our uh, for 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 our uh, what do you call this um, for the health sector. Okay, so nadagdagan siya. But then again, like what I have said yesterday in my previous vlog, because this is a uh, this is not unique to the Philippines. Do not I, I don't think that we should feel bad. Uh, well, we should feel bad, but I don't think that we should basically just uh, think that it's unique to our country or unique to our government. No. Like what I have said yesterday, this is a big problem. Even in the United States, they really lack a lot of uh, budget for their healthcare. You know, even the well-developed countries. Why? Why is it so? Because it's the, the ca- capitalism doesn't want that to happen. But capitalism doesn't want you to invest in health. Okay, they don't want you to do that. Uh, basically, investing um, uh, in health and uh, in people's welfare, they don't like that. They, they, they want you to even spend. So, ang um, point ko lang, wag naman tayo mag-isip na this is just unique to the Philippines. I don't think so. Okay, where was I? Okay, so yung nga, yung itong reserve, medical reserve. Okay, so yun nga sabi na, um, I don't want to volunteer or it really hurts when you volunteer na ganun lang katiting makukuha mo. But come to think of it, it's voluntarism eh. I think one of the problems I think in the Philippines, okay, would be, vol- uh, well, I think it's changing. It's changing in a way that a lot of people have this volunteerism spirit nowadays. But I think it's a big problem because most most people, they don't want to. Diba? They don't want to. Ay, nag Wait, nagbablog ako. Sorry ah. May mga may, may nagkakarpentero si Biag. So anyway, yun nga, 'di ba? Parang what do you call this? Um just a moment. Dad. I'm so sorry about that. Okay, so anyway, y- yung nga, eh, parang mahirap mag-volunteer because you, parang you're expecting something in return. But that's, that, for me, ha, I, I don't think that's the spirit of volunteerism. Volunteerism is when you don't expect something in return. Diba? Even though how much you spend for, for your profession, even though how much you spend for your education, when you volunteer, I don't think that we should expect something in return. Okay, so yun lang. So, the, so yun lang sana ang in- iniisip ko. Kasi katulad like, the, like this one, ang ganda ng point ni Miriam dito eh. Um, if only people could read this, maybe it would spark that spirit of volunteerism, no? So it, it, it's an, it's just like the military reserve. Meron tayong mga ganyan eh, mga reservists. Like for example, sina what? Uh, Rocco Nasino. Si Mateo Gudicelli, Gudicelli, di ba? So, sana sa medical natin may ganun din. So, feeling ko mangyayari nito, kung if you're not a practicing doctor or practicing uh, medical healthcare professional, uh, if you are going to enlist in this kind of medical reserve, in this time of crisis, like for example, in this uh, COVID pandemic, you could you could be, uh, what do you call this, they, they could basically utilize your knowledge and your service. So, yun lang. Ang ganda, ang ganda nung ano, naisip niya about medical, ano, uh, what do you call this, medical reserve. Ang ganda. I really like that. So, next is, under the bill, number three, task force should be created um, comprised of the National Security Advisor. Tama naman. So, di ba, um, people were asking why is the military or the are the are why is the military or the PNP even a even a part of this? Diba bakit binabaril ba ng ng binabaril bang virus? No. <laughs> hindi yun eh. Just that is for them to set order. Parang hindi naman tayo nanonood ng zombie flicks. <laughs> diba? Pag ganyan, I mean, I mean, you know, um a zombie of course is different. Okay, zombies are different or the zombie apocalypse thing is different but come to think of it it could represent you know a pandemic as well and so ang, ang, ang unang nilista ni Miriam dito is 
the task force should be created comprised of the national security advisor because it's a matter of security, diba? And then next is DOH, of course, Red Cross, NDRRMC, this is the National Disaster, Disaster Risk okay, Management, <clears throat> and then the DILG, of course, to merge Okay, so pa- para maging isa sa lang task force. Okay, so that's the third point. And then number three, okay, nakwento ko na how this bill uh, was uh, created as a response to the MERS-CoV back in 2013. 2013 ba yun? Wait lang. <laughs> MERS-CoV, yeah, the MERS-CoV in the Middle East. Okay, so um, very ano na siya, very advanced thinking si Miriam. Naisip niya na agad yan. So I'm very. That's the gist that I could share with you guys. I hope that you were able to get the what I call this the, the salient points of the bill that um, was uh, uh, prepared by Miriam for in addressing a pandemic. Okay. Eto pang naka. Eto pang nakaka ano dito ha. Sabi ko nga eh. Baka people might think that he she was crazy or something like that. Well, most of the time naman, when someone is out, thinking out of the box, people would, would normally think that this person is crazy. But no. Okay. Um, iba lang talaga. They just operate in a, uh, uh, on a different frequency. Kumbaga. So sometimes nga eh, nakakalungkot isipin no? when people just think outside of the box, when they are thinking way ahead of, the, of, of our time, we just think that, you know, they're crazy just because they are out of the ordinary. But if you listen to them, there is wisdom to it. But anyway, ang sabi pa nga, pa nga Dito eh. um, for for oh, wait a moment, she mentioned something about bioterrorism. Eh. Sabi niyang ganyan eh. Tapos may mga radiation. Wait a moment, I know I must have written it here. Wait a moment, or binanggit ko yung kanina eh. Wait lang ha. Public emergency happens, optimization. No, I cannot find it anymore. But anyway, so she was already way ahead of her time. Bioterrorism, naisip na niya. So I just hope that um, this serves as a lesson to all of us, you know. Um, I think we have to consider um, uh, people's opinions, no matter how, how out of this world they are. Maybe that would even save us in the future, you know. So sayang lang, sayang lang na hindi siya na, ano, napasanood. Noon pa. Baho, baka ko napasa ito and then the programs were carried out. I think we could even be more well prepared than other countries. <laughs> so Japan is not prepared. To be honest with you, every day when I talk to, 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 to some Japanese people, they, they, they are even mentioning something about the lockdown. They are mulling over uh, imposing a lockdown on Tokyo. So imagine mo ngayon pa lang, ngayon pa lang sila. I think they were startled because recently the number of COVID cases um, increased. Okay, dahil merong ano eh, what I call this holiday. Parang yun nangyari sa China. Parang diba na yun? Parang New Year's Day celebrations sa China. Same thing happened in Japan naman. There was like a long holiday and people went out. You know, they didn't really observe, you know, um, the protocols. So that's it. So what would what would you want me to share about Miriam? So I already told you about, you know, how we are related, not by blood, but by marriage. Okay, so Miriam kasi, ganito yun eh. Um, when I was in, in the elementary school and then my sister was supposed, yeah, my sister, um, well, well, yeah, she went to a high school in the city and she was supposed to to stay in Miriam's house. Yeah, but we saw all the medals na nakalagay doon sa parang naka, naka-frame na sa kanya lang, sa kanya lang. 
So we met. I I was in elementary school. We met. I met um, Miriam's mother. Very very engaging like her. What else? When we were in college, um, our mother you uh, wanted us to study. Um, because si Miriam is school of theology too. Eh. Um, I don't know if you guys know that. You know, she's a very religious person and a very very brilliant one at that when it comes to um Christianity. Because um, I think she owns that um, Mary Hill School of Theology in Quezon City. <clears throat> Okay. But of course kasi pasaway kami ng college, hindi kami pumunta. What else? Yeah, I I I feel I feel sorry, you know that we never um had her as our president. And nung elementary tayo, I remember when she first ran and then she lost to Ramos. I I don't know if if you could remember that. It's really really very sad. It was really very unfortunate. I think um she she even um went on a hunger strike, you know. So yung mga decisions in sa buhay buhay, when people found it a little bit like um so um sometimes most of the time out of this world. So people thought that she was crazy. I don't think so. Um, I don't think. Um, I I don't I don't agree that she was like brain damaged or crazy. No, as far as I know, based on my personal um, medical experience and also from the stories that from my mom, you know, from my family, I don't think so. She was just very bright. You know, sometimes there's this thin line maybe between, you know, genius and. <laughs> <laughs> insanity no it's not insanity i don't i don't want to say that yeah so yeah sayang lang that she was she wasn't even you know she didn't uh, become our president but she did very well as a senator and as a public uh, official you know she came from uh, the bureau of customs and then i think depart uh, the department of agrarian reform okay so yung mga choices in life niya ganito yung approach niya eh. if you come to think of it uh, diba kinuha niya si bongbong marcos as what they call this as her vice president and all of us i think were really taken in a back. Diba yung nasip natin, grabe, baliw talaga to, ba't niya kinuha si Bongbong ngayon to ganyan? To be honest with you, yung analysis ko dyan, uh, ako kasi ano eh, uh, what I call this, I really supported Miriam all throughout, um, even during his her last bid uh, for the presidency. Parang, in-explain na yun eh, she was asked in an interview, why did you choose Bongbong? Diba? And people, we all know how we really, you know, hate Marcos. People really hate Marcos because of the martial law, but why? Yung hinahangaan si Miriam, ganito siya, tapos Um, the Aryan Lady of Asia and then you suddenly would just get Bongbong as your vice uh, president so why she answered it eh. as far as I can remember she said something like she has her own reasons why she chose Bongbong and she would like to take Bongbong out of of the of, of this of this what they call this um <clears throat> paradigm ba? what do you call that out of this um box kasi nakakahon ka eh. when you say Bongbong Marcos immediately we would think about the father of course and she wanted to see Bongbong as Bongbong himself and not as someone who would pay for the sins of the father or something like that so parang ganun yung gets ko sa ano niya sa explanation niya um, like for example may mga sinasabi din siya you remember those those crazy uh, what do you call this crazy stuff about um, when he was asked about I think it was about Erap na sinabi niya na parang bukas pag makukulong si Erap mag-aano ako tatalon ako ng eroplano and then after that she said she lied at least you know when I started thinking about Miriam today na-realize ko na sabi ko well at least she's honest she was honest enough to say that she lied who would even come on guys who among the politicians right now or in the past would even have the tenacity to say that that here she lied you know but si Miriam kasi she taught um, constitution I think sa college of law that was that's really her forte no constitution so pag tinanong mo si Miriam tasagot sa'yo talaga base sa constitution yan <laughs> 
kung bakit niya gina- sinabi yon. So, so that's based on the law and maybe well her own interpretation. Miriam kasi is not ano eh. Um <clears throat> really the kind of person na parang emotional or would just really based on her emotions, you know. She she would really, she would um, immediately refer everything to, to the constitution or the law. So, yun lang. So, yun lang yung mga memories ko. Ano pa ba? Nung, yeah, she was my mom's classmate. We went to the same high school. Very, uh, very brilliant public speaker. She's an Ilonga, of course. I'm an Ilonga. Proud to be Ilonga. <laughs> okay. All right. So yun lang no so sayang. I hope I was able to to explain about the bill. If you have questions, you can just write it down. So hopefully since lumabas na itong uh, pandemic preparedness bill ni Miriam, hopefully um the Senate would pick it up, diba? So because we really need it. Sabihin mo nila eh uh, huli na ano I call this ahi mo pa ang damo kung patay na ang kabayo but still you know it, it's good it's good to to what I call this to to pass this into law you know because I don't think that this is the the, the, the last time we would experience this pandemic you know we have to prepare if not us if not in our lifetime maybe it would occur in our children's or grandchildren's lifetime so I'm so okay so what else do I have here okay let me just see Okay, I could see a lot of people here. Let me just read some comments. Okay, this is from Kuya Joe. Kuya Joe said, Eugenio, I uh, I hope Congress will prioritize this bill. It seems our government is not prepared. Exactly. I really hope, since this is finally out, I really hope that you would prioritize this bill. Because like I said, Hindi, it's not late. Eh. It's not late. We, might, we, we should expect that something more will happen in the future. I agree. Next, Sikadma and Iran's president did mention that this COVID-19 is bio-something. Exactly. We should not uh, set aside, you know, bio-warfare. Uh, and dami, and daming mga lumalabas. Not only that, if you could, even like, what do you call this? Um, weather, pero ba nakalimutan? Weather something warfare. You know, like for example, merong ganun eh, yung parang how they would change the weather, you know, to attack a country or something like that. May may term yan eh, nakalimutan ko. I will talk about that in the future. I think I have talked about that before in the New Landa. Okay, so even weather can be manipulated. How much more this one? You could grow this in a laboratory, di ba? So we have to, to um, what do you call this? We have to be prepared. And yes, tama nga si Kuya, si Kuya Joe eh. Yeah, we have to prepare for this kind of, of catastrophe. Um, I think... Uh, around the world, we were caught unguarded. You know, we were we were caught off guard around the world. Not only the Philippines. Imagine USA. Kula ang testing kits sa USA. Just like us here. You know, uh, what? Where, where else? I think yung meron lang na maganda yung production ng test kit nila is South Korea. Let me just read something else. Hi, uh, Auntie Marilyn. I can see you said hello. Okay, Harry. I could say you said hello as well. Okay, what else do we have here? Yeah, Sheila. Okay, so thank you so much, Sheila. Okay, Hembra, Judelia, for for um for suggesting this topic, and also to Kadma, Kadma, uh, Kayatok Tercero, for 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 sending me the what do you call this? For sending me the link. I'm so sorry about that. So thank you so much, guys, and I think um we'll talk some more tomorrow. Okay, I'll I'll post a comment. So see you. And subscribe down. No, there's no subscribe because yeah. I don't have a YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much. See you. Where? Oh, okay. Wait a moment. I'll just read some comments. Okay, thanks for sharing your ideas with us. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay, and insights. Well, I don't really say that. You know, um, these are just my insights, and I'm not saying nga na. It, it's true that you should believe me. I'm right. No. Okay, but thank you so much. What else do we have here? 
Ah, yes, this 5G thing, exactly. Okay, that's very interesting, no? Kasi we were, um, I think before the 5G, we were very worried about that. That, you know, they said something like um, China would would be able to use that um, to, to spy, to spy on us or on other countries. That could be very well uh, plausible. Okay, yes, Minong Moises, sana maipasayang bill. I really hope so. Okay, and Harry, we need... We need to do what the Japanese do. They have constant training, evacuations, like military drills, like go to these spots if something something happens. So when something happens, it's natural. Exactly. You know why they have that? Because, you know, Japan is prone to earthquakes and tsunami, basically earthquakes. So with this kind of nature that they have, you know, um, I, I think they're really very well prepared. Yes, they know where to go. There are signs actually Okay, where to go? And then they already have published like uh, what do you call this maps. They are available um, in, the, in in convenience stores. These maps would tell you like what do you call this um, contingency plans. In any event that, that an earthquake would happen, this is where you should go. May mapa na nasa convenience store na. So they are really very well prepared. Yes, we have to learn from them. Ito pa kwento ka. I do have some some friends who already have like um, they told me about this emergency bag. Okay, that they have okay near their bed. They also have um, slippers or shoes already. Um, let's say shoes, I think, beside their bed, as far as I can remember. Because in any case that an earthquake happens and then the glass would, would fall down and they, you know, they would shatter on the floor, they would already be um, uh, armed with those shoes. So, hindi sila ma, 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 what do you call this? Um, they won't get injured. They will just have to wear those shoes. What else? Yeah, may mga helmet sila. I was really like laughing when I found out why do you have a helmet in your house? It's because they are really prepared. They're ready. You know, so so in any case, you know, something would fall or you know, in any case that they are going to evacuate and it's really like, you know, debris falling all over, they are already well protected. Yes. So nice. Yeah, for biochemical and cyber attacks, said Kuya Joe. Yes, exactly. Um, something natin sa kanta ni Bob Dylan, you know, the Bob Dylan song, These Times Are Changing. Um, sometimes, ah, ito pa. Uh, iniisip natin na this is far from happening. Okay, because we would usually see them or just, you know, get to know about them in movies. Diba? Ang alam na natin about biochemical and cyber attacks, um, usually it would just happen in movies. But no. Sabi nga ni Oscar Wilde, um, it's, what do you call this? Um, art, it's life, no, it's art imita- imitating life more than life imitating art. Diba? Parang may ganun. So you find, you find it something as art, a movie. 